Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The indictment has been unsealed and in the United States of America has done something that usually only third world countries do, where we attack and imprison and send into exile and in many parts of the world kill former political leaders and their family members. Now America's on that list. The Manhattan witch hunt trial has officially begun. 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. The problem is it's not even actually 34 Felony counts, and Alvin Bragg can't even explain what one of the crimes was that he charged Donald Trump with. Donald Trump has pled not guilty. What did it cost to do this? Well, let's just put it into perspective so you understand what it cost the liberals in New York who are all woke. Alvin Bragg shut down the entire city of New York today, called up 38,000 New York Police Department police officers, closed down the FDR Drive, and is spending an estimated $200 million of city funds all over $130,000 NDA. That's how Eric Trump put it. I never thought I would see this level of corruption in the United States of America, but here we are, Eric Trump went on to say. And this is not a prosecution. This is clearly a persecution, an attack of a political adversary. Donald Trump leaving Trump Tower put his wrist up, his fist up in the air to supporters there. Thank goodness he actually did that to show again that we are united. I think Donald Trump today, and it's very clear, and the American people are going to see the official picture coming from that courtroom showing Donald Trump sitting there respecting the judicial system, even as they're trying to destroy a former president of the United States of America. Now, let's be clear about who's happy about today. The psychotic Democrats on the left and every adversary to the United States of America is thrilled to see this. Now, this 34-count indictment is a joke because it's not actually 34 counts. It's one payment that they say every check they were going to charge him with four counts per check he wrote paying back his then-attorney, 
Michael Cohen, who's a star witness of the district attorney, Alvin Bragg. Let me walk you through the timeline before we get into the absurdity of the 40, 34 counts of, quote, falsifying business records in the first degree. Trump was officially arrested around 1.35 p.m. Eastern time and appeared before the judge who charged him with 34 counts of falsifying business records at 2.45. Trump pleaded not guilty to the indictment. Per the judge's orders, the media was not allowed to live stream the court proceedings. Shocker there, right? We want to silence Donald Trump, and we certainly don't want to let the American people see what this looks like. Photographers were allowed to enter the courtroom to take photos before the proceedings began. The photographers captured images for a few minutes before they were seen leaving the courtroom. CBS News described the courtroom as stuffy, warm, and feeling like an old middle school, not like a ornate federal courtroom. The former president entered police custody around 1.30 p.m. in the Manhattan courthouse where he surrendered to authorities before the arraignment. But before ducking into a vehicle on his way to the courthouse, he turned, waved, and gave his supporters a fist bump. Upon arriving at the courthouse, Trump posted on True Social, seems so surreal. Wow. They're going to arrest me. Can't believe this is happening in America. Hashtag MAGA. Donald Trump's attorneys came out, made it very clear after seeing this indictment, this is what they said. Guys, here's what we're going to talk about today. Here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the insufficiency of this case. And I will say this to you. Today's unsealing of this indictment shows that the rule of law died in this country. Because while everyone is not above the law, no one's below it either. And if this man's name was not Donald J. Trump, there is no scenario we'd all be here today. Please understand that based on these charges. We would not be here today based on these charges. He's right, by the way. Donald Trump's attorney is absolutely right. The absurdity of this indictment after I read it, and I had to call several attorneys that I trusted because I didn't believe what I was reading is, I said, so let me get this straight. There's really one count, which the statute of limitations have already passed on that, and two different, the former DA wouldn't charge him with these crimes, and the federal government looked at this and didn't charge him. They said there was no crime there. But what they've done is they basically turned 34-count indictment from one thing he did, which was paying Sorry Downs money. But they decided to count each check as a new indictment times four. So you can quickly get to 34 if every time he was writing a partial check for the hush money payments, as they're accusing him of doing, they have now charged him for the same crime, in essence, 34 times. 34 times. Now, there was also another big lie. And before, and I don't want to let this go because it's important that you hear this at the beginning of the show. The media also spread a very big conspiracy theory. Did you notice this over the last few days? The media said that Donald Trump was going to be charged with conspiracy. Donald Trump was not charged with conspiracy. They pushed this narrative for days. All the news networks were pushing this on the left. ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, all of them. We got a montage for you. I want you to hear of the media deliberately lying to you just like they did about Russia collusion, just like they did about the phone call with Zelensky, just like they did after for impeachment number one and impeachment number two. Okay, this is just like they lied to you about the Hunter Biden laptop and the Hunter Biden story. The media was spreading a lie about Donald Trump being charged with conspiracy. Listen carefully. 
Donald Trump pleaded not guilty in a Manhattan courtroom, again, to 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy is a very effective tool used by prosecutors to charge someone, charge groups of people and hold them accountable for all acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. But the big question now arises, who is the conspiracy? News, it's 34 counts of falsifying records and conspiracy is 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy. More information. We need to see what was the purpose of the conspiracy, who was in the conspiracy, what were the so-called overt acts. You actually have to take a step uh, in furtherance of, uh, in of, of that conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, you don't actually have to complete the conspiracy. You don't actually have to go through with it. You can just intend to go through with it. Now, the conspiracy count is important because it doesn't just give district attorney a legal platform to to make alec to bring in the catch and kill narrative um but it actually will likely be what's called a speaking indictment have new information for the first time out of court uh, that the da is charging this as a false business records and conspiracy case you have a conspiracy count that lets you give a narrative that describes the evidence that the grand jury heard and voted on which is very different than a dry 30 counts of falsifying business records, which is the same paragraph repeated 30 times. There are 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracies. So add the conspiracy element to this. Conspiracy element here would indicate that he uh, conspired with others, right? That there are other people involved in this effort. There's one problem. There is no conspiracy. The media is spreading fake news that Trump's being charged with conspiracy when in fact he's not being charged with conspiracy. They're lying to you. There is them lying to you in real time. Because when you have a case this week, you got to make it seem bigger than it actually is. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Donald Trump's attorneys, by the way, furious over this indictment, as they should be. They say that Donald Trump is upset. He's frustrated, disappointed, and mad all at the same time. Here's a little bit of what they had to say outside the courthouse. You don't expect this to happen um, 
to somebody who was the president of the United States. And um, on the one hand, on the one hand, there's not really any surprises. Um, I know there was a lot of talk over the past several weeks and the past several days about what's going to be in this indictment and what's going to be there that um, we don't know. There must be something besides what we've been talking about for the past um, four or five years. There wasn't. There's nothing. The indictment itself is is boilerplate. It doesn't allege um, any federal crime, any state crime that's been violated. It doesn't allege what the false statement is. Um, and it's really disappointing. It's sad. And we're going to fight it. We're going to fight it hard. Were you surprised? Were you surprised by anything in the indictment? No. How about you, Joe? Were you surprised? Yeah, I was surprised there were no facts in there. I mean, normally in an indictment, you have alleged facts. So they said that this was a false business record entry to aid and abet another crime without saying what the other crime was. Can you talk about his demeanor? How is he doing? Trump's reaction was when he saw the charges against him. When you say what his reaction was, what do you expect his reaction was? I mean, his reaction, his reaction was exactly what would happen if it happened to anybody that I'm looking at now or anybody that's hearing what you're saying. Um, he's, he's frustrated. He's upset. But I'll tell you what, he's motivated. And it's not going to stop him. And it's not going to slow him down. And it's, it's exactly what he expected. And so to that extent, there's no surprise. But he's also, he's also, he's also upset and frustrated and disappointed and mad that this happened. I, I think it's fair to say that's probably an understatement. The way that the president handled himself uh, when all this was going on was truly incredible. I also want you to hear what the district attorney Alvin Bragg had to say in his press conference. And if you watch this press conference, it was embarrassing because he was trying to convince you that there were 34 felonies that's really one thing that's not even a felony, that he's trying to turn into a felony, that it also his predecessor said there was no crime here and didn't charge Donald Trump with it, and the federal government looked at it and said there was no crime there. They decided, federal prosecutors decided not to, to, to charge him with these crimes. Not only did he do it, but he actually did it in the, in the, in the dumbest way ever with a 34-count indictment for virtually the same thing, claiming that there was a crime, which was the payment, but then all the little payments that added up to the big payment were crimes as well, times four, and that's how we got to 34 counts to make it sound like it was really, really bad. Listen carefully to the DA, Alvin Bragg, weaponizing his office to go after Donald Trump. This afternoon, Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state no matter who you are, we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. The defendant repeatedly made false statements on New York business records. He also caused others to make false statements. The defendant claimed that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. This simply was not true. 
And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month in 2017. April, May, June, and so on through the rest of the year. For nine straight months, the defendant held documents in his hand containing this key lie, that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. And he personally signed checks for payments to Michael Cohen for each of these nine months. All right, so there you go. For the nine months he was paying Michael Cohen, he's saying each one of those checks is an indictment times four. That's what he was saying. So that's how you're getting to 34 indictments so quickly because you're counting one crime as as 34 crimes. That's how weak this is. And continue to listen to the absurdity of this. Total, the grand jury found there were 34 documents with this critical false statement. Why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements? The evidence will show that he did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. By the way, that's a lie. You can't claim that he's covering up crimes connected to the 2016 election when the money was paid not from a campaign funds, number one, and two, the money was paid for a non-disclosure agreement, which happens in this country millions of times a year. That has nothing to do with the campaign. He was paying money. It's not illegal. Okay, we've talked about this over and over again. It's not illegal to, to have someone sign an NDA. It is not illegal to pay someone to keep quiet about a inappropriate relationship. It's not illegal to pay money to uh, someone like Stormy Daniels. You may not like it. There's an ethical issue you can talk about and debate for days on end. But it is not illegal to do the things that I just mentioned. So why is he charging this crime? Because this guy is a political hack. He's a George Soros. How high do you want me to jump, Mr. Soros? Please give me some money, Mr. Soros. Please get me elected, Mr. Soros. I want to run for governor, Mr. Soros. I need to become famous, Mr. Soros. How do I become famous? Oh, yeah, okay, I'll indict Donald Trump. I, what I run on? I ran on indicting Donald Trump. Alvin Bragg ran for president uh, ran for for da on the idea that he was going to indict donald trump and the liberals they loved it oh my gosh did they love it it was like the greatest day of their lives they absolutely loved it thought it was incredible and so he comes out there and he's like let me tell you and everybody watched it's illegal of mine is like are you kidding me Alvin Bragg also said something that was really stupid. He said that Trump made payments to hide damaging information from the public. That is not illegal. It's not illegal to hide payments. or It's not illegal to pay someone, I should say, excuse me, to hide damaging information from the public. That is not against the law in New York. That's a lie. And he knows it. But he continues on his witch hunt. Donald Trump, executives at the publishing company American Media Incorporated, Mr. Cohen and others agreed in 2015 to a catch and kill scheme. That is a scheme to buy and suppress negative information 
to help Mr. Trump's chance of winning the election. As part of this scheme, Donald Trump and others made three payments to people who claimed to have negative information about Mr. Trump. To make these payments, they set up shell companies and they made yet more false statements, including, for example, in AMI, American Media Incorporated's business records. One of the three people that they paid to keep quiet was a woman named Stormy Daniels. Less than two weeks before the presidential election, Michael Cohen wired $130,000 to Stormy Daniels' lawyer. That payment was to hide damaging information from the voting public. That is not against any law. If, if People sign NDAs all the time. That was not against the law. He is creating a crime literally out of thin air. The participant scheme was illegal. The scheme violated New York election law, which makes it a crime to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. The $130,000 wire payment exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap. By the way, the, the FCC, the, the Federal Elections uh, com- Committee did not say that Donald Trump violated the law that he's making and creating out of thin air. The federal government, when they looked at the case, agreed. The past DA who had this job before this activist put in by George Soros said the same thing. He's making stuff up as he goes. He's making up laws out of thin air. This will be thrown out. He wants, by the way, we're being told for this case to actually play out during the Republican primary and wants it to happen next year in the middle of the primary so he can keep his name out there. And AMI's books violated New York law. That is why Mr. Trump made false statements about his payments to Mr. Cohen. He could not simply say that the payments were a reimbursement for Mr. Cohen's payments to Sandy, to Stormy Daniels. To do so, to make that true statement would have been to admit a crime. So instead, Mr. Trump said that he was paying Mr. Cohen for fictitious legal services in 2017 to cover up actual crime committed the prior year. And in order to get Michael Cohen his money back, they planned one last false statement. In order to complete the scheme, they planned to mischaracterize the repayments to Mr. Cohen as income to the New York State tax authorities. The conduct I just described uh, and that which was charged by the grand jury is felony criminal conduct in New York State. True and accurate business records are important everywhere, to be sure. They are all the more important in Manhattan. Here's the problem. You have a statute of limitations issue. Not only is Alvin Bragg creating laws out of thin air that don't actually apply and that many would argue didn't even have jurisdiction over, but he's also creating a narrative here that just didn't happen. And even if it did happen, what he's now saying is well outside the statute of limitations. So he's got problems here all over the place when it comes to this one, like all over. Here's the other part that's interesting that I do think people need to understand as well. There's, there's one other side of this. Not only did Alvin Bragg waste people's money 
put 38,000 officers on the streets, spent $200 million of New York funds for an alleged $130,000 NDA. On top of that, the Ninth Circuit Court had awarded Donald Trump today another $122,000 over and above the $500,000 already, that has already been awarded from Stormy Daniels. Okay, I, I, I understand this. Donald Trump today got another victory in court. So Stormy Daniels now owes Donald Trump $622,000. The U.S. Ninth Circuit Court awarded him another $122,000 over the $500,000 already awarded to Donald Trump from Stormy Daniels. But we're supposed to believe that this case is legitimate and it deals with Stormy Daniels after she owes the president $622,000. Donald Trump also said, just lifted off for Palm Beach, Florida on True Social a moment ago. We'll be delivering remarks tonight at Mar-a-Lago at 8.15 Eastern, 7.15 Central. The hearing was shocking to many and that they had no surprises and therefore no case. Virtually every legal pundit has said that there is no case here. There was nothing done illegally. He's right, by the way. He's, he's absolutely right. But now that Trump's been arrested, legal proceedings have been set, we have a precedent for this. You now have a former president, apparently, that can now be raided by the FBI and indicted by city prosecutors. As one person put it today, I have a feeling Democrats are going to regret opening up this Pandora's box. Now, the problem is, is do you want the GOP DAs now start charging people on crimes just like this activist DA? I don't because I don't want to weaponize the judicial system this way. It terrifies me. I do not want this to be the case. But this is where the Democrats have now taken us. And the Democratic Party is dead. Okay, the Democratic Party is dead. They are now communists. The media spreading fake news, Trump being charged with conspiracy. That's not the case here. Alvin Bragg claiming his case shows everyone's equal under the law. If that is the case, then, then, then answer me why Hillary Clinton, who did the exact same damn thing in the exact same place in New York City as a resident of New York City, how did she not get charged with the same crime when she was categorizing the, quote, business records as legal expenses for paying for the steel dossier to be made for the entire Russian collusion thing that she created out of thin air. Allegations like so many of our white collar cases, allegations that someone lied again and again to protect their interests and evade the laws to which we are all held accountable. As this office has done time and time again, we today uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal before the law. No amount of money and no amount of power changes that enduring American principle. Let me just stop with that. I want you to just really think. He says today we uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal before the law. Okay, by that standard, by that standard, he would have to charge Hillary Clinton with the same crime he just charged Donald Trump with. 
Hillary Clinton did the same thing with business records that Donald Trump just that he's accusing Donald Trump of doing. Classifying things as legal expenses that he claims are not. Hillary Clinton classified the Steele dossier payments as legal fees. In fact, we know that she did this to the point where the Federal Elections Commission fined her serious money and found her guilty of doing this, hence the fine. That happened, folks. That actually happened. Okay, like, that actually happened. So Hillary Clinton did this, then, then, then again, how... I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say here. What what else are what else can be said here? You're not going to charge her because he just said it, right? He just said it. Oh, this is the law, and this is what the law says, right? This is the law, and this is how it is. And if you're no one's above the law, okay, then are you going to charge her? Because if Donald Trump's going to be held to the standard, you have to hold her to that standard. If you're claiming. That no matter money or power, all the things he just listed, then where's Hillary Clinton on this one? This is a kangaroo court. This These 34 counts are a joke. And on the same day that he's doing this, Stormy Daniels is having to pay Trump another 122000 Already owes him a half a million. And this is your this is what all of this is on. Hell, you want to know how bad this is? Even Mitt Romney today defended Donald Trump after the indictment saying Alvin Bragg is setting a dangerous precedent. Even Mitt Romney said in a written statement today that the Manhattan prosecutor Alvin Bragg is setting, quote, a dangerous precedent by criminalizing a political opponent. Romney, who is not a fan of Trump, hates his guts, said in reaction to the indictment, I believe President Donald Trump's character and conduct make him unfit for office. Even so, I believe the New York prosecutor has stretched to reach felony criminal charges in order to fit a political agenda. No one is above the law, not even former presidents, but everyone is entitled to equal treatment under the law. The prosecutor's overreach set a dangerous precedent for criminalizing political opponents and damages the public's faith in our justice system. The charges and evidence will be duly considered and the outcome decided by a jury with an obligation to fulfill its responsibility with the utmost care and impartiality. The American voters will ultimately render their own judgment on the former president's political future. Finally, it is also incumbent on all elected leaders to discourage violence and anger in response to this situation. Romney and Trump have, as you know, not been friends for quite some time. I go back to what I said at the very beginning here. We have just crossed a line, and I don't know how we'll ever come back from it. All right, make sure you share this podcast, please, with your family and friends. That's number one. Number two, uh, we're going to do another podcast after this one with uh, Donald Trump's response. So you'll get two podcasts from us. Make sure you listen to that second one as well. We'll see you back here in just a little bit. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So 
if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any child subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.